0: The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. This week's episode of Mule Talk has been brought to you by War Pony Productions. And now, step back in time to the days of the Old West, when America was young and the West was wild.
1: Hello, I'm Kevin Browning of War Pony Productions. I'm Comanche and Osage descent. My given Comanche name is Pui Tomobi which means eyes like sky. I was a special rodeo cowboy for well over 40 years, but since retiring from saddleball riding, I share my heritage to try to show the way it was in the 1870s. I do living history programs, including old-time photos, festivals, fairs, special events, praise, and a rodeo act called First American. I have been featured in many magazines and newspapers across the world, as well as films. And TV, let me take you back in time with stories of days gone by. You will step back in history and in time with me. Let us be part of your next corporate event or party. Our presentations are authentic, including our TP, our prop, authentic Mustang Indian ponies, and our full-blood Timberwolf little brother. Contact me, Kevin Browning, I'd like Sky, for your next event at www.thewarpony.com. Ura, thank you.
0: Okay. We are in Socorro, New Mexico, and I'm traveling with a group of horse and mule riders. They have done this for several years. They go to the Gila Mountain Wilderness Area. There's no Wi-Fi, no electric, no water, no hospital, just wolves, elk, and all the wonderful scenery. So the coordinator of this group is Stacy Smith. Stacy, thanks for talking with me, and I want to know how you got this group thing going.
2: It's good to be talking to you too, Cindy. Uh, this started a few years back. Um, we wanted to take a trip, and we wanted to go to the Gila Wilderness. We laugh and we joke, and we call it 1847. Like you said, there's no Wi-Fi, there's no electricity, there's no TV, there's no phones, there's no cell phone, you can't even tune in a radio station on your truck. And we've learned a lot over the years, uh, hence how Wagons West got started up, and um, When we started out, it was a a, you know group of twelve, and you know sometimes people want to go see, and then other times people want to return. They want to get to more or less know the land, not just see it once. Uh, So we do have some people that return with us every year, but we always have new people that come along, and um, that's kind of how it got started. Was a few of us wanted to go on vacation to the wilderness, and uh, we found a, a private ranch that we could rent and travel out into the wilderness, it just kind of went from there. And now we go every year, and we either, you know, the return people that come back and the new people that come in. It's, I always tell people it, it doesn't seem like you could be a family with people that you don't really know, but the process is very long. You know, we start out late in the year, October, November. We're already putting groups together now for next year, uh, but we um, solidify those dates of travel. In the fall, uh, we put these people into groups where they get to know each other. They, you know, they spend six to eight months pretty much together in an online group before they ever take off traveling. So they start out as friends and through the process over a year, you know, six to eight months and then actually traveling. Uh, by the time we get to what we have a group meeting, uh, we call it a group meeting, a travel group meeting, about a month before whatever date it is that we're going to leave. By the time these people get to that travel group meeting, they know each other well enough that it's like, you know, they're they're pretty good friends. Most of them have already become friends on Facebook, things like that, social media. Uh, but when they get to the travel group meeting, it's an opportunity for them to more or less, you know, put a, a, a name, a face with the name that they've known all that time. So when they finally do take off traveling together, what starts out as a caravan or a convoy of, you know, seven, eight, nine trucks and trailers uh, ends up being a very close knit group. You know, you are going to a wilderness area. You have to depend on each other. And uh, by the time you leave, you're like family. And, And, you know, Cindy, this is a unique thing because back in the. 60s and the 70s, you know, families used to throw their kids into station wagons, and that, you know, cousins would get to go to the, I don't know, the Grand Canyon together, or that travel to Mount Rushmore, you know, beaches in the south or east and west, whatever it was. Families took vacations together, and that just doesn't happen anymore like that, where people are road tripping, you know, the old Route 66. And it's just it the the I always tell people the vacation is jaw dropping awesome. I mean you're going to see things that you just can't see anymore because you are going to the wilderness. It is truly the wilderness. There is no there's no hospital. There's no corner grocery store. You can't use your cell phone. You're disconnected well, from the world. Okay, okay uh, tell me this. Day.
0: Tell me this. But what what kind of person would be attracted to this kind of of vacation
2: you know i used to say an old soul <laughs> but anymore today it's uh, pretty much anybody and everybody that wants to escape the mad hatter world that we currently live in and just disconnect it is so refreshing to be away from everything and it, it you know some people say oh gosh I can't do without my cell phone well you really can and once you find out how much you can it's very difficult to, when you first come back, you know, just the overload of messages and email and phone calls and text messages and instant messages, you know, I messages and uh, Instagram, everything, your phone just explodes. And when you disconnect like that, Cindy, and, and you're going to see this when you get up there, it's so refreshing to just stop for a minute and breathe and live right now in the moment. we, we as a society, we've all come to miss that. and We don't even realize it. Uh, but, you know, people don't travel like that anymore. And this, this this trip is a very unique opportunity for people to take that back and experience that either again or for the first time.
0: That is truly amazing, Stacey. Um, I do have to say this. I have met a lot of interesting people in this group. And they do have a skill set. Can anybody go on your trips? I mean, or do you sort of uh, interview them?
2: We we vet them more or less. We do interview them. Anybody can go, but we make it a point to choose the groups wisely and carefully. Uh, you know, I, I always ask people, the first thing I ask them, you know, everybody, when you ask somebody how long they've been riding, everybody knows how to ride. You know what I mean? Everybody says that. Uh, But in really, really in reality, you know, have you been, did you just start five years ago or hey, you've been riding all your life? What discipline do you ride? And then one of the most important and funny things to me that they always giggle when I say it is I ask them the question, you know, uh, do you want to go there and sightsee and take some breathtaking, beautiful photos that you will frame and hang on your wall because they're that amazing or, you know, and get to take in the views and, and travel each day uh, into the wilderness and see things that you can't see down here and come back all intact? Or are you the man from Snowy River type that when you get back to your spleen might not be intact and you may not have legs on your pony? So you know, it's kind of a a mixture of people. Some people want the absolute thrill, let's go on the 300-foot drop-off ledge thing, or they're wanting to, you know, ride straight down hills and such. Other, it is all up and down. You'll see that when you get there. Uh, but some of it is flat. There's there's grasslands up there that are, it's almost impossible to describe with words. But I, when people ask me about it, I say it's like standing in the middle of the world with everything around you. And the grass flows like the ocean rolling across. You cannot imagine in your mind until you see it. What is there just waiting for you?
0: I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to get to the mountain. And these people that we're riding with are descendants of Wild West characters. I mean, true life Wild West uh, people like <laughs> oh, Charles this, Goodnight. I mean, we're yeah, riding with with, with, a, yeah. with a descendant from Charles Goodnight and, and some others. Yeah. Who are the rest of these people?
2: We have somebody that's related to Bell Star. Um, we have, I mean, of course, everybody's a descendant from somebody. But this particular group was chosen because of who they are, and the, you know, the travel group itself. Um, we we do have somebody that's related to Bell Star, Charles Goodnight. We have uh, an unknown or not well known horse thief descendant. Uh, people related to the Smith Gang from Arizona. Well, you yourself, you're going with us. And was it your grandfather or your great-grandfather that was...
0: My grandfather.
2: Your grandfather. So uh, most of the people in this group come from a line of somebody that's recognizable. Um, But that has to do with the dime store novel thing. And, you know, we can get into that later. Uh,
0: Several of us are carrying firearms. And it's for our safety and protection. And, I mean, uh, would you like to share what... What firearm that
2: you prefer? Um, I tell, Well, the question always comes up, can we take our guns? Uh, yeah, you can absolutely take your guns. Um, it is the wilderness you are riding out into the middle of nowhere. Uh, not to say that you're going to get pounced on by a bear or ran over by an elk. That, that typically doesn't happen. But, you know, there's the normal things, like if you got out somewhere and you had an injury to your animal that couldn't be fixed, you, know, you certainly wouldn't want to leave them there in pain some of the places that we're going are so far out that you may be six, eight hours from, uh, the ranch, which is the only landline that you could call for help. And then, you know, it's a three hour helicopter flight and they're not going to fly an animal. So, uh, there's that. So I always tell people, bring whatever you want. Um, I mean, personally, I carry a nine millimeter and a lever action thirty thirty. uh, but we've had everybody, uh, People have brought really cool guns, mares' legs, um, and just a variety of uh, old pistols and things like that. They want to carry with them revolvers. And.
0: Yes, my mule is giving me the stink eye over the fence, so I think that means I'm I'm going to have to feed her real soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stacy, I'm so excited about this trip, and thank you for including me.
2: Absolutely, Cindy. Uh, there's one thing that you know I would tell people: this is a this is definitely a journey. You know, uh, we're making a 1,200-mile jaunt, and we're very careful to divide that up and make sure that our animals have plenty of leg breaks and things like that on the trip out. Um, We do, you know, make all of the horse hotel arrangements and everything for people uh, to ensure that, the, you know, just the safety of the animal and trying to keep them comfortable and, you know, not having animals colic and tying up and things like that, as well as the people. You know, uh, one thing that we do that's kind of unique is we have a radio in every truck. Uh, does that mean you have to have one to go? No. Uh, we have big radios that are in some of our travel trucks and we pass out handhelds, which also is, is kind of a unique experience in itself because all of the trucks have communication with each other, even when we get to places that don't have cell phone service. So it makes it really easy to get in and out of places. But definitely um, – the trip itself is probably just as much fun as the vacation when you get there.
0: Thanks for the interview, and uh, we'll be doing more of these live podcasts when we get to the mountain. Thanks again, Stacy.
2: You're welcome. Thank you, Cindy.
0: If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email. Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at cowgirlsdream.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me.